Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Silver Lining Podcast. This is your host, Wendy Rosenthal, an intuitive healer and mindset coach for women, who is here to help you see the gift in disguise in the ups and downs in life so that you heal the mind, body, and spirit. Why? Because I know it is possible. Because I am not letting a cancer diagnosis stop me from living my best life. And I can teach you too how to break free from anxiety and overwhelm from a life-changing diagnosis or an event so that you can remember your healing potential and create the life that you desire. Hi, you guys, and welcome to another episode. I am so happy and so grateful for you and for your support. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And in today's episode, what I'm about to share is something so special to me for so many reasons. But the number one is because it is so aligned with my mission. That one thing that pretty much started this whole thing of my podcast, of my coaching, of my healing process, and that is being there for somebody who needs help, letting somebody know that they are not alone when they're going through something challenging with their health, maybe with a a diagnosis, maybe with a life-changing event. So in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing and talking about how it is to wake up with a diagnosis. Now, I know that this is very specific and that is the intention because I really want to speak a little bit more to those people out there who are struggling with a wake-up call, with a diagnosis, who are going through a health-related situation that is sometimes hard to understand and sometimes it feels quite lonely to go through the process when we don't even know what's going on, we don't even know what to ask the doctors, we don't even know how to explain to our family and friends. And so sometimes even when those people around us who love us so much, they are giving us so much encouragement and positive feelings and thoughts and and words of encouragement. And to be honest, it is difficult for us to hear all the positive thinking around us because when you are right in the middle of it, it is hard to hear. You don't hear anything else because you have so much in your mind already, all the questions, all the thoughts, all the uncertainty and fears as well. And the other reason why I also want to share is because I know exactly how it felt right in that moment. And I want to talk to those people because I have been there and I know what that feels like. And when I was going through it, even though people were telling me all the good things, like keep positive, you're going to get through this. Don't worry. Life still happens. You know, none of the people who told me all those things had struggled with a diagnosis like having cancer. So I appreciated their support, but at the same time, I felt they don't know what it's like to have that label over your head. They don't know what it's like to wake up not knowing what's going to happen with your health, and especially being so young. When I was diagnosed, I was, I think, 34. I guys, I cannot remember anymore. Once you go over 40, math is kind of like out of the window. But anyways... Um, so I honestly, I wanted to hear that life was going to be good from somebody who had been there. I wanted to hear what's on the other side of having a diagnosis or going through cancer or, um, what is on the other side of healing from it, if that is even possible. 
So I trust that this episode will be helpful for that person who needed to hear this today. And if that's per- that person is you, I really want to honor you and thank you for being here with me, for trusting me, for listening to this episode and in one way or another for connecting because I always feel that when it comes to healing, we all are healing together. And perhaps this episode is for somebody out there who you do know who is struggling with a health-related situation. Maybe it is cancer. Maybe it is somebody going through a life-changing experience with their health. And thank you so much for being here for them. And maybe you can share this episode with them because they might be needing this also as well. So... As I've shared before, but maybe a little recap if you're new to me or to the podcast here. About nine years ago, I was diagnosed with cancer and that's what really started this whole journey of healing and spiritual awakening and sharing my story in hopes of helping those people out there who needed to hear this. And it was by accident, so that's why I always call it, it was a miracle in disguise. You know, I always heard that that phrase, but I never really understood it. I was like, how can something quote unquote bad be a gift, right? Well, here I am telling you that in my case, it was. Now, I understand it is not always the case for a lot of people, but I really got lucky, I will say, because I found out about the cancer by mistake, basically, or by, you know, just coincidence. I don't know, whatever you want to call it, because we were looking into something else that led us to discover that there was cancer in my body. It is non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Now, at that time, of the diagnosis, I was given the choice of having treatment or not having treatment because for this type of cancer, it is a very slow growing, it is indolent, so it doesn't really cause a lot of harm because it is just there. It, it, the, the way for me to describe it is just cancer, there cancer cells are in the body, but they're just kind of like hanging out. They're active, but they are not doing much. They're just slow, like they're sleepy. They're just kind of like, eh, you know, we're feeling lazy today, which I am grateful for. Thank you so much for being lazy today, cancer guys. But um, but it's there. So it's not like this cancer could, could be cured. It's only treatable. So what you treat are the symptoms. You're not, when there is treatment, it's not to kill it or get rid of it. It's just to keep it low, keep it down, keep him lazy, right? Keep him occupied with something else, basically. And so it's not like a patient will ever go into remission. Um, they're just, the cancer cells are just not highly active. They are somewhat active. So I got to learn about it. I got to learn about the cancer. I got to learn about my body and about myself. And of course, just like with any kind of wake up call, there is that moment where you really get to assess your life and realize that there are things that needed to change that, that, you know, maybe my mindset wasn't the best at the time on, or my health wasn't, you know, it wasn't a priority at the time or that my relationships were all over the place. Like I was just a mess and I was giving myself so much or that I was people pleasing instead of really pleasing my needs and putting myself as a priority. So of course, as with any kind of wake up call, all of that came down. I had to do a lot of inner work and I'm still going through it because I always think that these experiences are here to teach us something. 
So by the way, guys, that's why after my experience going through the healing process and continue going through it, I made a commitment to understand it, that this is something that is in my life to help me live my life. Oh my gosh, there's so much that I want to share. This could be so many episodes, but basically I really work with my mindset, understanding that cancer is not always in my case. I want to make sure that I also emphasize this in my case, it's not always a bad thing right now. Again, I understand that I'm able to say that just because of the circumstances, my cancer, well, sorry, no, take it back. Not my cancer, because that's one thing that I try not to do, which is not refer it to being mine. It's just there. It's just taking residence. It's just renting a little space and I'm, you know, collecting the check every month. But that's it. It's not taking over the whole building. So I made a commitment of um, changing my mindset and seeing it as something that is here to teach me something to to bring some sort of wisdom along and not see it as something that I'm fighting against. You know how people, there's people out there who are going through a cancer journey and they always say, I'm fighting cancer. And a lot of negativity sometimes comes out like, fuck cancer. You know, we're going to beat through this. And, you know, there's some sort of anger that comes with it, right? And it is so understandable because obviously it's something that no one wants to have to live with. Nobody wants that in our lives because it is so life-changing in so many levels and so many degrees for so many different people, not just for the patient, also for the family, for the friends, for the people around you. And also at all the different levels in relationships, in your career, in your mental health, especially in your physical health, guys, right? I'm sure a lot of us have been touched by cancer from, by one way or another, from people that we know, someone in our family, or being, or maybe ourselves. And so that definitely changes lives. But I decided, again, I'm, I'm telling you, and I will repeat this because I want to emphasize that a lot of this, what I'm sharing is because of my own experience and how, in a sense, I got to be in a place where I, 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 I guess I was given another chance. But then also let, let me remind you that when I was proposed to have a treatment, I decided not to because for the type of cancer, it just didn't make sense for me to have treatment or therapy. Number one, at such a young age, I was 34. And then number two, because again, the cancer, the lymph nodes were big um, in my body, but they were not causing harm. I wasn't having symptoms from them. So once again, it was quote unquote, that gift in disguise because we realize there's cancer, but it's not doing anything. So I was in what they call watch and wait, which is something completely, you know, it's going to go into another episode soon about what it is to live with watch and wait. But um, going back to what we're talking about here, so I decided to be more positive about it rather than saying I'm fighting it. I just didn't like that. And I I completely understand when people come from that place because it is so life-changing that a lot of us get angry about it, right? Like we are so frustrated sometimes angry towards the cancer or towards the situations that happened that could have led to it. We could be angry at people because we might not know or we might not feel understood from them. 
so many things, so many emotions are coming up. That's just, that's just a side effect of it. I mean, cancer is not just affecting the body as in the, the disease, but it's also affecting the mind, the emotional state of being, right? So, but I chose not to be angry about it. I chose not to think of it as a thing that I had to hate or, or not, you know, treat it badly. I thought of it about almost like being that rebel kid that has been bullied and he has become a bully. And I know that so well because I was bullied when I was little, but I just gave it a face and a name and um, a personality that wanted attention. And I was going to give the attention that I decided to give, which is of love, compassion, and, and healing, rather than give, him, give it the attention of hate and, and, and resentment. Uh, because I also learned and realized that if we hold those feelings, those negative feelings, they are not helpful towards our health. They are not really going to support us in our healing process. So if anybody will ask me, so Wendy, how do you wake up from or with a diagnosis? You know, honestly, to be really honest right now, and again, because I got that second chance, I will say it's just like any other day, you know, but then I will also say it, it's, it changes. It fluctuates day to day or season to season. I don't know. There are months. There could be weeks and months where everything is so great and happy. I wake up happy and refreshed and energetic. I don't even think about the cancer, guys. It is so interesting. Some days I just don't think of it. And that is a good thing. Like you don't want it to be part of your life uh, as in controlling your life, controlling your emotions or controlling your way, your state of being. But sometimes it is okay to check in with it and just be aware that, oh, okay, so it is there. So I should continue with my healthy habits, should continue with eating healthy, with drinking lots of liquids, with exercising. So that's what I what I get to do when I'm thinking of it most of the time. But there are some days, and I will be honest, very honest with you guys that there are some days that oh my gosh it is so draining and debilitating that all I want to do is just hide because number one um, something might trigger the fear of it that I will start question question and doubting about my health my health myself my ability to heal myself and I'll, I'll get into that that um, fear cycle of what's going to happen, you know, and especially being so young and having so many goals and things that I still want to do in this lifetime. And there's that fear of, you know, is that ever going to happen? And so I start going down that hole of uncertainty and not knowing what to do, maybe giving up, um, you know, that like why me kind of dialogue in my mind. So it, it, it varies. Um, sometimes there are things that trigger it. Sometimes there are things that, you know, just keep it away. And I feel content and, and happy, like I said. But waking up with a, with a diagnosis. Now, in this case, I'm talking about cancer. But it could be with anything, any chronic, especially a chronic condition. Because that's what it is for me um, of being diagnosed with cancer. is having, 
it's almost like having a chronic condition that you do not get rid of, but you just get to take care of it. So maybe if you're having some autoimmune condition or disease, maybe you have some chronic situation going on, this could relate to you as well. I completely understand that waking up with it, being reminded of it, you know, whether it is with the pain, the discomfort, physical discomfort. The one thing that is very interesting is that almost 100% of the time, um, it is our body that is letting us know how things are going, right? It is that little nudge, you know, the little pain, the little twitch, you know, um, maybe it is feeling tired, like physically being tired that it makes you question, like, why am I so tired even after, you know, even if it's nine o'clock and I just have breakfast, you know, why am I in pain if I slept nine hours? You know, why am I uh, feeling emotional if everything seems to be great except this, right? So it is our body that will let us know. So that that in a sense can be a good thing because you get to, once you get to connect to your body, you get to really assess and, and see where the triggers are coming from and what it is that you can do to feel better, to feel better physically more than ever, right? And also emotionally to really take care of that emotional aspect of going through a diagnosis or, or having to go through a disease. Um, being diagnosed with something, it takes a lot on the emotional level as well. So waking up with a diagnosis, it could be like any day, but also it could be definitely it is very, very life changing because it really makes you more aware of yourself and of those people around you, of what it is that you're doing. It almost makes you, it is for sure a check-in, like, hello, like, what are you doing right now with your life, right? But once you go through that bump of understanding and kind of like going through that wake-up moment and then realizing, okay, I get another chance, I get to do this better for me, become a better person in, in having to do all the things that I wanted to do and continue living the life that I deserve, even with, quote unquote, you know, the, the condition that you could be going through. Um, but at the same time, it's the way I see it is waking up with a diagnosis. It is, it brings all that awareness. It is life changing for sure. And uh, it really makes you be more in your body as well. Now, it really takes more courage and time to be able to say, you know what, um, I'm going to go through this no matter what. And I really applaud you for doing that. And if, if you're still struggling, let me reassure you that days will get better once you get into that space of understanding, educating yourself, getting support and accepting what is happening. Because when we are in denial or, or when we are coming from a place of hate or resentment, we don't see the beauty of, of this opportunity that we're getting. And if you come and ask me, well, Wendy, um, um, you know, I, I don't see the opportunity or the gift. It's okay. That is okay as well. Um, it might not be clear at the moment, but let me tell you, it, it is really our choice. It is really our choice how we want to live with a diagnosis, even if it feels so draining, the body cannot take it anymore, the mind is all over the place, 
we still have that choice. And I tell you this because I want to make sure that you feel empowered, even if you're going through something challenging. Most times when people are going through a health situation, whether it's physical or emotional, and it is very challenging, right? It can really make us doubt and and have second thoughts if we are getting through this or not. Most times what happens, people, um, they might feel like their power, quote unquote power, is taken away, right? Like, oh my gosh, what am I supposed to do? Can I do anything about it? You know, like that's when we start doubting ourselves because we're giving our power away unknowingly, of course, to the disease, to cancer, to arthritis, to um, whatever it is that is coming, right? Any, any kind of disease, any situation like that, we are in a sense going, giving our power away. So let me tell you that for one way for you to get your power back is by staying strong and being sure and positive that you're going to get through this. Okay, so just just bear with me as I'm telling you more of this because I know it can be a little challenging and hard for people to understand because I know I've heard it many times in a lot of the, the sessions that I've had in the cancer support centers where I've been. When people are, it is hard for people to understand this, but at the same time, if we're coming from a place of love and compassion, things get a little easier. Okay, so just trust that, that that is the process. So let's go to this little list that I have um, about what it is like to wake up with a diagnosis. One of the things, so the number one thing that you could do or start doing is feeling all the emotions. Do not numb yourself. Try not to pretend or think this is going to go away or I cannot cry because I don't want to see my family suffering because if they see me crying, they'll, they'll suffer. Do not put yourself in a situation when, where you want to be strong for people and blocking you from expressing yourself. Please allow yourself to express all those, whatever it is, all those emotions that are coming forward. Because one of the things that I've learned through this journey is that Holding on to past emotions, especially especially when they are coming from the past. Resentment, anger, some sort of unresolved situation that has come from past experiences or relationships with people who, in one way or another, had held us back, right? So when we're holding back those emotions, in one way or another, those are affecting our health. Now, some people say that repressed emotions cause cancer. I don't know. I don't know that for sure, but I know for sure that it is debilitating and it is so much weight for us to carry along, especially throughout decades and decades of our lives. So let all of that go. If you feel like you need to cry, go and cry. If you feel like you need to yell, scream, go and do so. If you feel like you need to hit something, go and hit a pillow or go out to the forest or to nature and start yelling and screaming. Obviously, don't hurt yourself, but allow yourself either physically or or emotionally speak out and loud, okay? Physically as in movement, because movement allows the energy in your body to move, to flow, to get out. 
So it's not just crying and sitting and being quiet, but it's also creating some sort of movement, right? And then, and then of course, take your time to grieve because there is a grieving process in this. And just like with any any life-changing situation or event, there is a grieving process where you get to say, you know, and acknowledge, this is what I'm going through. This is me. This is what I'm going through. This is what I'm struggling with. And I want to go through it um, with the crying, with the release, with, with anything that wants to come out. So that is very important. And also as you do that, allow other people to see you. Don't hide because people want to make sure that you're doing okay. And hiding those emotions is not a way of being okay. People want to get to see you um, feeling, you know, and feeling whatever you're feeling. They don't say it. They probably don't even know it. But at the soul level, we want to still be connected and supporting each other. Now, the second thing that I will share is educate yourself, really. This is very, very important and I really feel that this is so important for anyone out there who is struggling with a type of health-related situation or diagnosis, and that is to really educate yourself. You wake up from any kind of diagnosis because, okay, here, let's talk about this really briefly. Why do they call it a wake-up call? so funny and interesting why do they call like somebody going through a disease a diagnosis a wake-up call because they probably quote-unquote right this is a, a metaphor but they were probably asleep they probably didn't know better they didn't know what was happening until they had to have this wake-up call and part of not knowing is not well obviously not knowing what was happening in our body how our behaviors or habits probably influence or in one way or another led to having a a disease a condition so educating yourself it allows you to wake up from it okay not little i mean obviously literally too but aside from waking up from your bed and continuing with your day it's really waking up from that numbness that has been happening for years and years and years until your body manifested that and when I say manifest is really bringing out the symptoms out because this the disease probably was already there from years ago, um, especially when it comes to cancer. A lot of cancers have been in our body for quite some time and they do manifest symptoms when it has progressed quite a lot. And so educate yourself, whether it is with books, with podcasts, with having a coach who is an expert in the area where you want to um, get more involved and heal from, maybe going to a cancer center that is near your place. There are, Now there's a lot more of those places around, maybe with your medical team as well. Ask your doctors. I will have a podcast episode about this as well because I really feel it's important for us as patients to have the, the, the answers to the questions that we have. And sometimes when we are a patient right in that moment, we do not know what to ask. And uh, I will, um, I do want to help you with that as well. So educate yourself, ask your doctors the questions that you need to ask. Don't be shy because at the end of the day, guys, it does have to do with you and your health. Okay. So the, the number one thing is educating ourselves that we can actually help ourselves heal as well. Now, the third thing that I want to share is really find a support system whether that is through your family or friends and 
they are great. They are, um, they are amazing and they are a great support system. But at the same time, I want you to understand this thing. There is this um, term out there, which is called the silent patient. So when it comes to cancer, the patient who is dealing with it physically, it is the patient or it could be their survivor, right? But those people around them, especially the caregivers, they are, they are called the quote unquote silent patient because they might not have the cancer in their body, but they are going through the same healing process. They're going through the same struggles. They're going through the same pain because they are witnessing the patient. They're witnessing their loved ones. And so they also need support as well. So it is good to have a support system in your family and friends, but at the same time, it is also good to have support outside of your your family and your friends outside of the silent patients because they also need support guys now i tell you this because in one of the centers that i've gone in the past um they offer and i'm sure a lot of centers do this they do offer support for both the patient and or the survivor as well as the caregiver because everybody needs that kind of support and it is important to have support from a third person because either one they have gone through it already just like I'm telling you right here in this podcast I know that feeling of being in the middle of it in the pit feeling that everything's crumbling around you and there's no way out right so if if you can find that kind of support, it will be good because you can relate to them as well and you can share whether similar stories, but then also you know why it is important because if you do have that support system from a cancer center, let's say, or somebody who has gone through something similar, you get to also listen to their story, their perspective, have maybe some uh, tips or or advice from them because they've already gone through it and they can lead you to what kind of questions to ask your your doctor or even suggest some sort of uh, treatment or therapy they have already gone through and all of that probably is new to you so that's why I feel it's so important to have that kind of support as well now here's my number one um tip or advice that I give people for everything, not just as people are going through a diagnosis, but for anything, any, any, any challenge in life. And that is to practice self-love, practice gratitude and practice compassion. These three are key in my book when it comes to healing from, from anything. It, it doesn't have to be just cancer. It's just from healing anything in everything, right? So practice a lot of self-love, like really spend some time with yourself, you know, whether it is taking a walk out in nature, whether it is what I do and I love doing, which is looking at myself in the mirror and having a dialogue, like really speaking loud and, and talking to that Wendy that I see in front of me, asking her about what it is that she need. How can I best support her? Here's another thing that I've shared a lot in social media, especially in Instagram, and that is talking to my body you know giving self-love is really talking and acknowledging your body 
you know, what I do is talking to my liver, talking to my organs, thanking them a lot of gratitude because they are doing an amazing job that sometimes I didn't get to acknowledge before and having so much compassion because they are going through so much as they are healing. They are supporting me. They are, they're keeping me healthy and alive. So I really, um, make a commitment of spending time connecting with myself every part of me now not always it might happen because I just get busy just like everybody else but when I say I made the commitment and I really try to keep up with that, that commitment is by putting post-it notes around me or especially in my bathroom and uh and I don't know for some reason it just kind of stood up with me stick with me and talking to myself a lot so that's what I do even when I'm driving I'm like oh my gosh Wendy you know you're so amazing you're doing so wonderful in your healing process thank you so much for doing all this and uh and it is good because the number one thing also that we all need is to praise ourselves or to hear praise and if you do not hear from other people the best gift that you can give yourself is to give it to yourself all right Oh my gosh. By the way, guys, if this is something that is, it is um, landing in your heart and it is supporting to you, you can do me a favor and share this. Take a screenshot and share this in Instagram and tag me at Wendy for Wellness for a couple of reasons. Number one, because I want to know if this is really supporting you and helping you. And then number two, because that way you get to share that with other people who probably also needed to hear this in that moment. And I will really appreciate that a lot because I can always share and speak loud in my circle, but it is, it is always good to speak loud in other places as well. And with your help, I can do that too. Okay, the next thing that I will say is find a way of living that will support you. And what I mean is find um, the lifestyle, the habits, a way of being, of living that will connect you with your spirituality, that will connect you with something higher, higher than you. This could be religion as well. Like if you have a particular religion that you practice, connecting with God, connecting with spirit, connecting with someone, having that belief that is connecting you and keeping you anchored in your belief in what you believe to be higher and bigger and stronger than you. Because that um, that is very supportive as well. For me, it's been connecting back to my spirit, um, as well as with my body, but also with my spirit being a lot more spiritual in that sense and being open to learning about other other religions as well and trusting and honoring that mother nature is supporting my physical body and that spirit spirit is supporting my soul, my emotional and spiritual body as well. And the next thing that I will share and um, and that is, get into practices that really bring you joy and peace this is how you wake up from um with a diagnosis um and that is really waking up with gratitude waking up with joy waking up with um the things that bring you joy and make you feel good because you need more of that in your life you need more happiness feeling supported feeling that life is still happen guys even with a diagnosis you can still have a good life and uh 
and compassion towards other people really bring compassion in your life so that you can see other people the same as you and you can also be there for them as well you know get into the practices that allow you to express yourself get into the practices again physical in a way that you can you can act on it you can be physical about it as well as emotional and spiritual so some of the practices i'll share with you and one that has helped a lot is to write a love letter there are so many different variations of it but one of them could be write a love letter to yourself a loving dialogue to your yourself right to your body to to that that inner child maybe that needed more comfort and support and love and uh in really reassuring that you're supported that you're healthy that you're healing every single time now i'm going to tell you this sometimes i know and i completely understand when you're going through the challenge because i do know from friends and people who have been in close contact with and in fact, also my family, some family members who have gone through the cancer process of going through the treatment and um, what happens in, in your body while you go through that. I know that it's a little challenging having hope, trust and knowing that things will be okay because your body doesn't feel like that, right? Like you're, or that person probably it is going through the struggle of keeping up, you know, holding up, being like being able to walk by themselves, having to hold food down and all of that. So I know that it can be challenging, but when you write a love letter, oh my gosh, that brings so much love into your life that even when you're struggling, it's, it's reassuring that life will still happen. Even when there are challenges in life, it is that glimpse of light that we need to see to know that we are still loved and supported. Because there is a, the beautiful thing is that you can always be loved by so many people, but the biggest love that will impact your life and in a sense make everything happen is the love that you can give yourself. So having to write a love, love letter to yourself, telling you all the amazing things that you want to hear from you, it is really an amazing gift that probably a lot of people didn't know they, that's all they needed to have or hear. Now, this is um, something interesting and, and not a lot of people understand, but one of the things I also have done and... Um, it can also have different variations is having or writing a love letter that includes your cancer or the diagnosis actually or any kind of whatever struggle you're going through writing a love letter that includes them as well because like i said at the beginning i the way i see in my case cancer is it's like that little bratty child that needs attention and it has chosen me to give them that attention and I, as I told you also before, I made that commitment that I'm not holding grudges. I'm not holding resentment or hate towards it because I don't want to hold that in my body. I don't want to bring that into my awareness. So all I want to bring is love and compassion. So for me to do that is writing that love letter to them and asking them questions, asking that in my case, asking the cancer, like, why are you here in my life? Like, what is your purpose? What is your role? 
Why are you here for? You know, is there something that I need to learn from you? Give him that space because just like any kind of kid or any kind of nagging um, friend or whatever it is that is in your life is there to call an attention, right? So I allow them to speak up in that letter as well because as I'm writing the letter and saying, I'm so sorry that you are going through this and you are in my life. And I always also reassure myself that I am quote unquote in control. You know, I tell it, okay, you can't, like I told you also before, you can stay here, pay rent and I collect the check, but you're going to be here on my terms, but we're still going to have a good relationship. And again, I know this can be kind of, you know, not, it's not a thing that a lot of people are used to hearing when it comes to having a cancer diagnosis, but that's my take and from my experience, because I am committed to have a positive, positive relationship with anything and everything that comes into my life. And that has been a process. It's not always the best, of course, because as I told you also before, there are challenges that come with that realization, right? Um, of waking up with a diagnosis, but at the same time, I, I try my best. I really try my best. So that is one thing that you could do as well. And then, um, and the last thing that I wanted to share is when you wake up with any kind of diagnosis, you do wake up with that awareness. You do wake up with awareness that you are a human being or a spiritual being who is here to create amazing things. And this hiccup, this diagnosis, this event, this life-changing situation is here to to in one way or another bring all the good about you and not letting that take over you, not allowing to, in this case, not allowing cancer to rule your life, to decide for you. So you get to have the awareness that you get to still live a good life and create whatever and anything that you desire. And also allow others to be part of your life as well and being aware of them as well. This is one of the lessons that I got from cancer. And, and I know a lot of people can relate to this with any kind of health related situation. It brings some sort of awareness that um, we are actually here. We are here to feel, to be, to have all these feelings and sensations and pain and discomfort as well as joy and happiness and feel good about ourselves. And um, I also want to say that I understand that this is something that doesn't happen right away after a diagnosis. It takes some time. So allow yourself to have that time. Like I told you a little while ago, allow yourself to grieve, to understand, to accept and be okay with it and be okay with the process and be okay and be very, very open to what is coming to you because everything is coming for you, for your own goodness and greatness and growth and healing as well. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys. I hope this has been helpful and has landed in the perfect place in your heart and in your body. If there's anything that you want to say, ask or comment, please, please feel free to do so. You can find me in social media on Instagram at wendy for wellness or you can send me an email at, email at wellness at wendyrosenthal.com. I'll be more than happy to share more about my journey, what it's been like, and also 
you know, hear your story. I really want to hear you. I want to see and hear what it is about you. So special. What are your gifts that you are here to share? Because we all have that. And uh, sometimes it has taken us time to discover and being able to share that out there. So once again, guys, thank you so much for your support and your help. I am so happy that and even in this situation we are connecting but i also trust that our souls have made this decision this contract so long ago and finally have met i really truly believe that i love you i send you lots of hugs blessings to you and your loved ones and i'll see you guys on the other side